One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. The information depicted in this podcast is purely for informational purposes only. Please consult your healthcare professional before making any changes to your lifestyle or routine. Hey everyone and welcome to the Boost Your Biology podcast. My name is Lucas and I'm the founder of Ergogenic Health. Together in this podcast series, we will go underground to explore cutting-edge health and human performance insights that you simply cannot search on Google to help you upgrade your existence. So without any further ado, let's jump into today's episode. What's up, everyone? Thank you for joining in to episode number five of the Boost Your Biology podcast. I'm your host, Lucas, and today we're going to be discussing all things testosterone. Uh, so I'm really, really excited for this episode uh, purely because uh, this particular topic is a huge area of interest of mine. And, you know, I've been passionate about optimizing testosterone for many, many years now. Um, and for those of you who have already joined into my free testosterone webinar, they will know that I absolutely maxed out my own testosterone naturally. I managed to get it to just shy of a thousand nanograms per deciliter. I think it was 988. So, I mean, the proof is in the pudding. I mean, all this research and, you know, uh, experiments seemed to have pay off. Um, and I will be sharing a little bit of those hacks in today's episode, but I thought I'd start out by giving you guys a little bit of a background into why testosterone is so important and why I personally believe every single male should be striving to achieve the highest possible natural levels of testosterone. 
Um, and that is because we as men are under attack. And when I say that, I mean that there are so many things that are working against us. There are so many things that are wrecking havoc on our biological um, mechanisms. And, you know, there are so many uh, negative effects of these things that a lot of people don't really discuss. For example, simple things like, you know, touching receipts, you know, did you know that touching receipts contains BPA and, you know, BPA is a known xenoestrogen and can bind to the androgen receptor, which means that it can actually saturate it and interfere with testosterone's ability to bind to. So what does that mean for you? Well, ultimately that leads to dysfunctional hormone signaling. I mean, a hormone is no use unless it actually binds to its receptor. And if it's constantly being blocked, you know, through these xenoestrogens and other environmental pollutants, then, you know, how are we going to experience what high testosterone should feel like? So let's sort of delve into, I guess, what high testosterone feels like. I mean, I can speak from my own experience that having high testosterone, and I'm not just saying it's not all about testosterone. There are other hormones and I look at it as an orchestra. I mean, testosterone is definitely, I'm going to use the word T from here onwards. So T is one of the many hormones that governs how man feels. However, there are many other hormones that also play a role that definitely deserve attention. And I think I'll dedicate, you know, more, more podcasts around the other hormones, but today we're focusing purely on testosterone. So going back to how high testosterone feels, well, to put simply, I mean, you, you wake up with morning wood, you have outstanding libido as in like you can get an erection anytime you want. Uh, you recover well from your workouts. You feel strong in the gym. You feel very driven, very focused, very motivated. And all of this has been scientifically, you know, researched. There are plenty of studies that su suggest that, you know, when a man optimizes his testosterone, there are so many other elements of his life that seem to come, come together. You know, um, you know, I've seen many relationships break down due to guys having low T. And for me that, that actually just frustrates me because it's like, well, how are we ever going to know what a guy can fully achieve unless he, you know, how's he ever going to realize his potential unless he fully optimizes his testosterone? So that's enough on, I guess, how testosterone makes you feel. I mean, ultimately, if you think of, you think, think back to your, your grand, your grandfather. I mean, your grandfather, you know, would have had testosterone 40% higher than what your levels are today. Um, Cause I mean, there's been a global decline in um, T levels over time. Um, and that's due to many, many reasons. Uh, one of which is I already mentioned is the xenoestrogens in the environment and also obviously stress and sleep and other factors also play a role. So 
I'll start out by just explaining testosterone and its effects like physiologically and how it's actually made in the body. So we start out through, you know, in the hypothalamus. So it's a part of the brain that governs many other functions in the body, but the hypothalamus releases a hormone known as GnRH, which then signals to the anterior pituitary. So another part of the brain to then release, uh, well then signals to the, Leydig cells releasing uh, luteinizing hormone. So, and then from there, luteinizing hormone goes on to, from the Leydig cells to secrete testosterone. So any dysfunction along that way, so any sort of, you know, abnormality in signaling or a blocked enzyme or something like that can completely mess with testosterone signaling. So, and then again, you know, testosterone is also um, part of its therapeutic effect is actually its metabolites. So, you know, looking at estrogen, which again, there'll be so many guys that are under the impression that estrogen is bad for men. That is not true. Estrogen is extremely important for bone health, brain health, libido, and many other um, aspects of overall health. Um, and you know, many guys have, have faced issues when they completely block, you know, that enzyme that converts testosterone to estrogen, which is the aromatase enzyme. Um, but we won't get too, uh, technical into all that. And so we got estrogen as a metabolite. Then we also have DHT. So DHT, um, the enzyme five alpha reductase catalyzes testosterone into DHT. And DHT, you know, you probably associate that with both prostate cancer and also male pattern baldness. Again, this is another myth um, that DHT drives these uh, negative effects. You know, again, we cannot look at an at a hormone in isolation. It matters. It really matters about the entire picture. So, prolactin is actually what drives having high prolactin is what drives you know, male pattern baldness and also prostate issues as well. So again, a few myths busted already. Um, so let's have a little discussion around, uh, you know, obviously some, some morning wood hacks. So if you're a guy between the ages of, let's say 18 to 35, morning wood should be a very regular occurrence. I mean, like if you're not experiencing morning wood at least three day, three to four days a week, then I would start to question your your hormonal status and also your neuro, your neurochemistry. I mean, cause neuro, I mean, neurotransmitters can govern libido and sex drive and things like that to a huge extent. Um, and we'll get into that soon, but for today's episode, I want to have a little chat about some useful morning wood, um, hacks that you guys can experiment with. Um, and the first one is to ensure that you are not breathing through your mouth when you sleep. And that's purely because nitric oxide, which is, you know, um, everyone associates that with, you know, beetroot, and arginine and things that, so basically nitric oxide enhances blood flow. So to put it real simple, 
Um, nitric oxide is incredibly important again, but where in, when in excess, it's also very bad, but nitric oxide is actually f- firstly governed by the nasal cavity. So if your nose is blocked, your body's going to have a hard time synthesizing nitric oxide. And there've been studies where, um, you know, guys that have had nasal polyps or, you know, sinus congestion, things like that, they actually have a higher risk for erectile dysfunction purely just from having a blocked nose. So a little hack around that is to use mouth tape before bed. Um, I mean, I mouth tape pretty much every night. Um, Again, this is only applicable to people who are mouth breathers. um, And I was one of those guys. Um, So the next little hack that you guys can experiment with is is actually using arugula, so rocket, so consuming rocket um, about 30 minutes before bed. And this is because, you know, rocket, the fit, like the vegetable, is very high in nitrates, which can, you know, it can be a, like a backdoor entrance into increasing nitric oxide. Um, and it's also historically known as an aphrodisiac. So, I personally use rocket, you know, um, I munch on a munch on rocket, uh, and a few people close to, you know, cl- in my close circle will know that I carry some rocket, you know, every now and then to the gym. Um, and that's because it gives me better pumps. Like I feel like I get better blood flow and, you know, the veins are you're more vascular and you physically feel a little bit stronger as well. So I'd like to also discuss icing your balls. Hopefully the guys that are listening in, um, well, for those of you who aren't familiar, I've actually dedicated an entire Facebook group um, called Sub-Zero, which you guys can see in the show notes. But basically I first started icing my balls uh, about two years ago. um, And I remember the very first time I did it, I noticed that, I had a deeper voice, like maybe 30 minutes after icing. And I also remember feeling just physically jacked, physically amped. Um, So I started doing that before the gym and then I started doing it before bed. And yeah, I just noticed that my morning wood was way more consistent and I felt sexually supercharged. Like, and I'm not the only guy that's reported that literally every over a thousand dudes that are in my group have also said the same thing. And also the clients that I've worked with, you know, a few guys that I'm doing consulting with, they've also reported back significant improvements in libido um, since starting. So definitely encourage guys to ice their balls. Um, I did a post on this. You can learn about the science um, behind why you should do it. Um, But to put it simply, uh, icing, I mean, cooling of the gonads has been shown to increase sperm motility, sperm volume, ejaculate volume, and also oxygenation to the testicles as well. So a big thumbs up uh, for icing of the balls. Next thing I'd love to chat about is uh, Eclonia cava. So this particular seaweed is possibly, in my opinion, the best uh, supplement you can use to optimize blood flow. 
but to do that in a, in a safe manner. Um, because if you supplement with arginine or citrulline or other nitric oxide donors, these can be problematic because they actually can lead to oxidative stress because nitric oxide is a powerful, you know, it can be an irritant. It can be damaging to organs when in high amounts. So Eclonia carva is a seaweed from Japan. And I mean, this seaweed's had literally over $30 million of research pumped into it and not, not for its ability to help with erections, but just for its general health effects for reducing blood pressure for, acting as a powerful antioxidant for improving sleep, for um, helping increase alpha waves similar to L-theanine. Um, so I always encourage guys to utilize this Eclonia Carva um, after dinner. Pretty, I mean, I, I rotate it. I mean, I don't use it all the time, but I noticed after four weeks of consistent usage, I no longer really needed to use it much because um, the morning wood was so strong. Uh, and so consistent as well. So definitely a huge fan of Eclonia Carva. So next up, we're going to be touching on reloading your erections quicker. So, so let's have a look at basic physiology. So when a guy gets an erection um, and then he ejaculates, let me preface this. So, Ejaculation and orgasm, they are two separate phenomenons. So you can ejaculate without orgasming and you can also orgasm without ejaculating. Um, but I won't get into all the Taoist principles and things like that and, you know, tantric practices. That's not really my thing. Um, but ultimately, you need to understand that as soon as you ejaculate, Basically, a hormone called prolactin rises. And when prolactin rises, dopamine lowers. So there's an in inverse relationship between dopamine and prolactin. And when that prolactin spikes, your ability to get a second erection is hindered. Like it's very hard to get a second erection. That's why you have to, well, some, some guys have to wait, you know, like 20 minutes, other guys, maybe an hour. Um, with my ultra low, uh, prolactin through, I mean, I've been biohacking my prolactin for years. And so the reload time for me is like five to 10 minutes. And, you know, you probably remember when you're 16, 17, you were probably able to go back to back to back, um, and deplete your zinc. Um, but yeah, in, in terms of lowering that prolactin, the best way to do that is to boost your dopamine. Um, and that's, you know, anything that supports dopamine synthesis will likely lower prolactin. And the other thing is one neurotransmitter that actually increases prolactin is serotonin. So serotonin is not something you want high if you want to have high testosterone and also high sex drive um, because that neurotransmitter will blunt signaling and will also make you not feel sexually charged. Um, so ultimately some of the best, you know, dopamine boosting hacks that you can look into. I mean, I discussed this in my webinar 
So we've got uridine monophosphate, which is probably one of my favorite uh, dopaminergic-based compounds. We've got royal jelly. Uh, we've got bromantane, which I also list on my website. And also macuna prurians, which is an Ayurvedic herb uh, known to support uh, testosterone and fertility as well. So we've just spoken about uh, reloading your erections. Um, the next thing we're going to you know, discuss is the influence of histamine. So the reason I want to talk about histamine is because people are associated with purely you know, allergies and hay fever and things like that. But that is like histamine's role goes far beyond this in the body. So what we know is that guys that are premature ejaculators, so they ejaculate too quickly because they're too sensitive, um, they actually tend to have higher histamine levels. Um, and that's because histamine actually increases arousal. Um, and, you know, there's various histamine receptors that, you know, we can tinker with to ultimately, you know, influence ejaculation time. So that's like time to ejaculation. Um, and if a guy has delayed ejaculation, you know, difficulty actually orgasming or ejaculating, there's a good chance that he requires some sort of histamine boost. Um, so there's a range of compounds that can support uh, histamine production. Um, and there's many nutritional cofactors as well that can play a role in that as well. But um, speaking of delaying ejaculation, so there's a herb known as burdock root, um, which is a powerful like lymphatic. It helps with um, supporting detoxification and lymphatic drainage in the body. Burdock root is actually, um, I saw a pretty impressive rat study where burdock root significantly delayed the time to ejaculation in these male rats. So what they did is they, you know, gave these rats a small amount of, oh, it wasn't a small amount, it was a therapeutic dose of burdock root. Um, and it seemed to increase the intromission mounts. So how many times the male rat wanted to mount and mate and have sex with the female rat. Um, and also they measured a few other parameters as well. But one thing they found was that it actually lowered, I mean, sorry, it delayed the time to ejaculation. So um, I found that pretty interesting. It's a shame the authors didn't actually delve into the purported mechanisms, but because I understand because I fully understand, you know, um, serotonin receptors and dopamine, there's particular serotonin receptors that can actually delay ejaculation um, or decrease sensitivity of the, of the penis. Um, and my hypothesis is actually that burdock root, you know, binds to one of these receptors, the 5-HD2C receptor, and possibly acts as a, antagonist um delaying ejaculation through that mechanism but i'm sure there's probably other mechanisms at play uh, that we just don't understand yet um so if we segue on to uh you know specific foods for boosting test well 
let me just start out by saying that any guy in a caloric deficit or any guy that ha- that is regularly fasting is likely to not have optimal T levels. Um, and that's because being in a caloric deficit is a great way to increase cortisol <laughs> and cortisol is the opposite. I mean, it competes and actually directly lowers testosterone. So, so, because we know that you know being in a caloric deficit is a stress to the body um, this can you know this can therefore translate to having a negative effect on male hormone secretion um, so that's definitely something I've got a, a lot of guys need to pay attention to on the contrary we have guys that stuff their face with crappy foods and um, want to eat biscuits and chocolates and things like that and these foods are high in polyunsaturated fatty acids, um, puffers, and they are known to cause oxidative stress in the testicles and also um, completely block testosterone uh, secretion as well. Um, so, avoiding you know processed foods is, is critical. is absolutely critical. On the contrary, we have um, you know. Saturated fats. So I would say that, well, based on research, saturated fats appears to be the best, both saturated fats and monounsaturated fats. These two types of fats appear to be the best for male hormonal health. So for people who aren't familiar, saturated fats are animal fats. So, you know, beef, chicken, eggs, um, things like that. Whereas monounsaturated fats, they are usually plant-based or, you know, nuts, nuts and seeds. Um, so macadamia nuts are one of the best sources, almonds. Um, we've got avocados, coconut oil. All of these are excellent for male hormonal and tea levels as well. So I really want to, yeah, I really, really want to encourage guys to just take control and stop accepting the way you feel as good enough because you, you really don't know how good you can feel. And like when you reach that level, it's like you don't want to be any less than that because I mean, our time on this earth is short and let's make the most of it. Let's try and feel the best that we can every single day. Um, and don't feel embarrassed to want to optimize T levels. I mean, if you feel like your libido is struggling or, and that could be due to a variety of reasons. It could be due to, you know, we've got um, hormonal imbalance. We've got a neurotransmitter dysfunction. So we're talking dopamine receptor issues. We're talking um, serotonin dominance, which is a negative. We're talking, you know, um, adrenal dysfunction, you know, these things are all going to have a negative effect on um, male hormonal signaling um, and also libido. So, yeah, ultimately, um, it's definitely something that you guys need to consider when, um, you know, striving to achieve this optimal um, testosterone. Um, and always consider the fact that it may not be just testosterone. That's why it's really important that you work with a qualified, you know, someone who knows what they're doing um, and somebody that is well-versed in the men's hormonal space. That pretty much covers it on today's episode. Um, 
I'll most likely be doing a follow-up episode um, to answer some Q and A's around um, this. So hopefully you guys, if you have any questions or anything related to um, testosterone that you'd like support with and things like that, feel free to send me an email um, at ergogenic.health at gmail.com um, and feel free to reach out. I mean, I'm happy to answer questions and um, I really enjoy working with guys one-on-one to you know, support their testosterone. And I can assure you that I have a, a wide repertoire and a wide variety of uh, tools up my sleeves to support you on your journey because, I mean, when we look at it, there are so many things that need to be considered when optimizing testosterone. Um, and it's not just, you know, it's not, it's not just about, you know, going to the gym, squatting, deadlifting, there's nutrient deficiencies that play a role. There's other hormones such as thyroid that plays a critical role. You got the environment that plays a very important role. Um, you know, you got soy food, which, Oh, geez. Soy is uh, definitely not something I encourage guys to be consuming. Um, in fact, you know, it's it's frustrating because, you know, soy food is a phytoestrogen and the only male equivalent, you know, the, the opposite to that is a phytoandrogen um, and the only known herb that is a phytoandrogen, well, one of the herbs is actually pine pollen. Um, and yeah, pine pollen's you know, quite a useful supplement for guys to at least provide the necessary precursors to um, synthesize testosterone. So hope you guys uh, enjoyed today's episode and uh, I look forward to doing a follow-up episode, um, hopefully answering some Q&As. Um, be sure to join Sub-Zero, my Facebook group all about icing your balls and some other biohacks. Um, you'll be able to access my advanced masterclass as well. I'll be linking that in the show notes all about, it's a three hour long uh, masterclass talking about everything you need to know to maximize uh, testosterone and libido. Um, and also for guys that want to, you know, work with me one-on-one um, feel free to reach out. Uh, and yeah, that's pretty much it from me today. Uh, thank you for listening in and, um, super pumped for the next episode. All right. Thanks everyone. Thank you everyone for joining in to today's episode for in-depth show notes and lessons learned. Visit nofilter.media forward slash boost your biology. This has been a No Filter Media production. Say what you want. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.